Do we have to do the pews because we don't think there's enough? That's a very good question. Quick, quick question, Ryan. <laughs> Why do we have the pews? <laughs> Why do we do pews anymore? What's going on here? We had Aaron on. He made this, and I, uh, I remember I was like, I think there needs to be more pews, and then there wasn't. <laughs> so, but so this is fine because we get to do our thing. So maybe yeah. it's perfect. This is Aaron. You did a great job. <laughs> uh, I, do, I do like your question though. Um, uh, do the intro and all that good stuff real quick, okay? You can chug that. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, my oh, yeah. wine man. I'm super fancy, but now I'm mm. out. Uh, welcome in to episode 302 in the new year 2023. Whoop whoop! Is it on repeat? <laughs> <laughs> We got music on repeat. Ryan has some new fancy new equipment. Who, I'm pressing buttons. Yeah. And 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 getting like feedback now. That's never happened before. What's going on, Ryan? I it's not my fault. I know. Well, you got this fancy mic, and I'm not so sure. Dude, it might be my fault. <laughs> it's okay. Ryan, happy new year. Happy New Year, Peter. How did you celebrate? Uh, you know, with the family, um, going to, well, I did not get to go to bed early, but I went to bed as soon as I could <laughs> as quickly as possible. Cause you know, parents, you're tired. Um, you know, played some, uh, headbands with the, the kids headbands. What is headbands? So you, you, you like wear a headband basically, right? And then you have cards that have like an object on it. You got to ask questions to the other people, yes or no questions, to figure out what the object is on your head, which sounds kind of easy, right? This is made for kids. No, it and, doesn't. <laughs> well, it's made for kids, and you're right, it is super hard. Some were easier than others, but dude, there was like just some that just flat out we could not figure out, and we couldn't believe this is made for you know like six up. So that's how we spent our uh, our New Year's, and it was, it was a good time. Six up, like instead of heads up, seven up, like ages six and up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you do, buddy? Um. I uh, went to go visit with our friends, um, Banana, Nate, and Aaron, and over at um, Aaron's brother's house, and we played, oh, what's that game that you guys always play, and I've always successfully ditched it, uh, Wench. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they said, uh, Peter, you're like the best loser at that game. I pretty much do anything they tell me to do. That's <laughs> what I mean. I think you're the best loser at that game. Except for there are like, it's very similar when we played that horror trivia thing at, at Aaron's or no, no. What was the other game where you had to do like dares or whatever? Oh, that one was bad, dude. Yeah. But I just let, you know, sometimes there's consequences to the things you make me do. <laughs> I will try to get you back. There are a lot of, there's a lot of butt stuff with our friends. 
<laughs> no butt stuff on, uh, I think, because there was more mature people there as well. So the butt stuff was down to a minimum. Yeah. Okay. So I got a couple questions about your, your New Year's because I saw some pictures and I was singing about it. So I guess first things first, did Nate bring a sword to a party? <clears throat> Nate brought a Zelda sword to a party. Yes, sir. Okay. And- uh, yep, and we were opening. Uh, how do you open up the wine bottle? What do you call that? Where you like slice the top off of them? S- sword action. I don't know. <laughs> sword sword play. Sword yes, play. sword play. No butt play, but we had sword play. And did Aaron cut his lip on that cut bottle? Yes. So both <laughs> those are true statements. Aaron grabbed. It took him. I'm going to call him out. It took him like a good ten minutes to slice that bottle open. He just oh. wasn't. He wasn't listening to Nate's. Uh, instructions he wasn't massaging the bottle and he wasn't giving it a proper oomph like slice i was like hey let me do this i got it but and then immediately aaron just grabs the bottle and just puts it right in his mouth and slices his mouth open which you know the one thing that like in my life i was always told don't put broken glass near your mouth because if you eat broken glass it slices up your insides Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i thought i thought we were going to the hospital later that night Oh, that would have been a fun New Year's Eve. <laughs> Slash New Year's. Slash New Year's, yeah. yeah. It would have uh, been the first of many, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was fun. Uh, it was fun watching. Uh, there was a mac and cheese bar. That was nice. fun. Nice. And um, played lots of card games. And, you know, that's that's how I sell hanging out with us is uh, lots of card games and, and just food just scattered on islands of tables. And, and oh, there's a lot of tequila. A lot of and, tequila. And you might get something out your butt. <laughs> and you might get something <laughs> up your butt. If no one knows the games we're talking about, well, I don't even say that well, get it. I don't even know what that was. Uh, but Winch, do a Google search for Winch listeners, and it's a pretty fun card game. And if you lose, though, there's consequences, especially depending on who you're playing with. So I think Peter he, likes the consequences, though. No, I never. Well, at least the first time I played, I never wanted to lose. Uh, I never want to lose. You kidding me, dude? I hate losing. Yeah, you are pretty uh, aggressive in your uh, competition. Yeah, and if I think you're cheating, I, I'll let you know. Oh, <laughs> same here. Same here. Oh, that's, hey. the way, that's the way we hop over fences and run away. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that for old time's sake. Just randomly get in an argument and just run away. Yeah. <laughs> Like I wouldn't even care if like I was right or wrong. Just just the fact to like get out of there. Nice. I like it. You should do it. Uh, should we get in our? Do we have a quick question? Oh, you know. Also, <laughs> what? No. why? I have so many questions. I don't know why I just mouth that. We have lots of questions. Uh, hey. I was going to say happy birthday, Ryan. By the time this comes out. You will be another year older. I will be one full cycle around the earth. Son. Son. Thanks, man. Yeah. I just circle around the earth. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah, man. I thank you. I will be uh, 37. Oh, hey. Congrats. I'm making age. I am catching up to you, Peter. Well, Cap- I'll be the same for a little bit. Um, I'd also like to wish a happy birthday by the time this comes out to Norman Reedus, mm-hmm. big, big fan of our podcast and Nicholas Cage, the biggest fan of our podcast. <laughs> That's right. Actually it is. 
Oh man, we're a little bit off, man. But uh, I mean, it's technically Nicolas Cage month. I know. I was thinking about that when I was watching movies. I was like, shit, I didn't watch a Nick Cage movie. Maybe yeah. we just double up. What do you say? Uh, we'll, we'll make it happen. I mean, it'll definitely happen. And he's always in our hearts. So there you go. He, he needs to make January his month anyway, because January is oh, well, quick question. What month do you think has the worst movie release dates? And why is it January? Oh, I, I disagree, man. You, you, I, mean, I think okay. January has changed because it used to be the dumping ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, hang on, I need to see coming up movies. Uh, they actually have some. Well, actually, I feel like okay, you might. No, there's something coming up that looks really cool. What is coming out? I just saw it. That girl January. Chucky movie. Oh yeah, Megan. Yeah, yeah, Megan. That's yeah. something I want to see. Yeah, that looks cool, I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, dude, I don't feel like there's there's not a month now where there's not at least, like, one really good movie, you know? Like, Oh, okay. I don't, I feel like, because it, it used to be, like, nothing until uh, May, right? And then... From the the success of 300 in March, they started figuring out, oh, hey, if we just release good movies earlier, people will go see it. So they started releasing new, like, better movies at that time. And you started getting even bigger hits. And even in February, you started getting massive hits. So January, I guess, it is a little bit smaller. But there's still some decent movies. Like, you know, I'm excited for Megan. That's the only one I can think of. (laughs) I, I was sitting there thinking. I was like... Damn it, Avatar, you're still trying to just you're trying to infiltrate in my birthday and you don't mm. need to. And <laughs> and um I I don't know. I think this year's a little skewed because December had this major like, hey, we're gonna try and make Avatar make two billion dollars. And it's not there. So um they pushed everything off, which is kind of and I've heard I heard Babylon, like which did very poorly, it's an actual good movie. I've heard mixed things about Babylon, but Babylon is, it's definitely, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of similar to Avatar. It's like three hours plus. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, I'm not into that. Like, and yeah. And it's also like, it's like, it's meant for like the movie condensers, you know, like you, like, which I think if I had to pick, I'm going to go see Babylon over, uh, um, what's the fuck the thing I can't even think of Avatar. What, what I like your first title. What the fuck it is? Yeah, but guess what, Ryan? I mean, yes. guess what's coming out? Uh, Cocaine Bear, Nicholas Cage movie, The Old Way. He's a fucking cowboy. Your cowboy Nick Cage movie. Yes, it's coming out this month. Yeah, Friday. Totally redeemed itself. Wait, 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 wait. Nick Cage is, has a movie coming out on my birthday. Yeah. I have to go. You better go, man. <laughs> I have to go. I'm pretty just, sure if you go, you're going to see him there. Oh, yeah. Like, and he's, I'm going to wear all the B movies gear and he's going to be like, hey, I know you guys. Pew, pew, motherfuckers. I would love to <laughs> get a pew, pew from uh, Nick Cage. I'm sure yeah. he's done it. I'm sure he's done it. Um, I think January, yeah, January is that tough month because. 
you're you're finishing up like a mix of um, blockbusters in December, and you're getting the Christmas movies out of the way, and there's really nothing until uh, February, which I like how February has become a uh, like a horror movie. You know, that's when horror movies come out. You get like oh. some little. You get February and October mostly for your uh, for your horror movies, and I think that's a. I'd say it's a good balance, but no, yeah, no, it is because early in the year and at, at the end of the year. So, and then, like you said, March, April, May, boom, 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 movies nonstop. And I don't know. Oh, you know why January sucks too, Peter? Hmm. The Oscars. Is it in January? <laughs> are they in Os- January or are they February? Dude, First- I don't even know. I feel like it's in February. Well, they got to release all the re-release all the yeah. Oscar movies so people can watch those. Exactly, that's what they're doing in January. So that's why they, it's kind of a not that great of stuff. But I, I'm just, dude, I'm just looking through like stuff that's coming out, and I don't know. I'm thinking maybe March might be the not so hot month, but like February, I'm super stoked for because you got Knock at the Cabin, which looks pretty cool. You got Ant Man, the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Uh, yeah, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Um, I feel like there's some other stuff, but I mean, that's that's three already. Is that enough? <laughs> well, there's only four weeks in a month. Yep. That's, I mean, <laughs> I got three, and I'm sure there's probably a, th- a fourth movie that I'm missing somewhere. You got to let them breathe a, breathe a little bit, too. Yeah. So, I... I <sighs> what month is... You know what I'm going to say? No, that's not true. Uh, what's the worst month? November. I'm gonna go with November because I feel like, like what you're saying is like, all right, you have all like the summer hits, right? And then you come up to like October where you get all these Halloween movies, you know, that horror movies that come out, which are fantastic. And then there's just nothing for Thanksgiving. Nothing like you're just starting to kind of get like, maybe you get some holiday movies, you know, but like. Nothing that's like super exciting. And I'm sure there's instances where that's not correct because I think like Thor Ragnarok came out in November or something. And which... Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm, okay. So it's not, but, it can happen, but I just say, generally speaking, I think November's the worst. Do you think the comic book blockbusters are starting to use November to go into December kind of thing? Uh, Except for Spider Man. Spider Man was. Just straight up December. Yeah, I think December, dude, they're really capitalizing because there's a lot of people off during that time. Um, I, I think November, dude, I think they also tried to like during like that Thanksgiving weekend is like they dump a lot of like just crap around that time. I'm sticking there's, with November. There's not a good Thanksgiving movie, man. There's not one. Well, I disagree with that. Oh, yeah. Plane, which one? Planes, trains, and automobiles. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In this generation, Peter. Oh. <laughs> then others. No, um, hmm. I never finished the movie, so I can't. Maybe I shouldn't speak. But there's a movie called I think The Oath that's based around uh, uh, Thanksgiving, and it's pretty crazy. But I didn't finish it. So um, check out The Oath, Ryan. <laughs> oh, dude, prisoners. 
prisoner. Is that around Thanksgiving? It took place in Thanksgiving, yep. Okay, there you go. And apparently, Lesbom and Escape Room and Tower Heist and Holiday. <laughs> oh, Holiday is a lot of different holidays. That's not fair. Escape Room, though? I remember nothing about Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. There's one with Ed O'Neill, too, but that's an old movie as well. Older 80s, I think. Dan in Real Life, Funny People, Turkey Drop. Bunch of Batman movies. Thanksgiving. I know, dude. I was uh, Thanksgiving is probably the oh mall mall cop. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's, it's not about Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving movies. It's about holiday shopping for Chris. Scent of a Woman. That is a Thanksgiving movie. Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> Weird. Oh, uh, oh, dude, Son-in-Law. There you go. Son-in-Law. That's a Thanksgiving movie. I love it. Good ones. I just like, wait, I did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And what? That's like a, a 70s movie. <laughs> Which like, like 90s? Yeah, you're like, nah, Plants, Slayers, and Automobiles is too far back. <laughs> Way too far back. Anything past... Oh, it was the 80s. 87, man. Anything past the t- time I was born doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> Shit, that came out right Wait. after I was born. Yeah, so it counts. All right. You win this round, Peter. Pew, pew. Dude, Kevin Bacon's in it, man. Oh. Like, come on. Kevin Bacon's the best... Yeah. All right. Out there besides Kevin Bacon. Hey, speaking of movies. <laughs> oh, our trailer. podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here are some exciting coming attractions from Movies and Beyond. So, yeah. Oh, what do I got you going? Huh? <clears throat> you got me thinking about do we pew pew too much? No. Do we drop the pew pew in 2023? No, it's too late. We already did. Do we do we do more <laughs> pew pews? Probably more. I think it's I don't know. Let's take a poll poll when we do like our party. Um I like that. I so this is like a kind of a mixed bags for uh trailers. And I even removed some because I had too many. Uh because what'd, what'd you do? Notes like I do? <laughs> yeah, probably just I just everything that I saw that was new, I put it in there. But also, because like there are some that we just didn't talk about because probably we didn't have time or whatever. Uh, there is one that just came out today, and this is number one that we have to talk about is Evil Dead Rise. Yes, dude. Okay, I don't know if you went for a theme with these uh, trailers, but if you did, the theme has to be gore because this trailer has really good gore in it. Mm. I like. So this was originally supposed to be like straight to like a streaming service. And then like they saw it and like, oh man, this is so good that we're going to have a theatrical release. So that's April, which super stoked for that. Perfect. That's your birthday. Exactly. And I think it actually comes out like really close. Like it's like the first week of April. Oh, on your birthday. Yeah. And, um, what was I? Uh, I lost my train of thought because I was nope. I was wrong. It's not coming out for my birthday. It's the twenty first. Still coming out my month. My yeah, birthday month. I own the month. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's it's staying to what the. I don't want to. I hate calling it a remake because I don't. I believe it's not a remake. A legacy remake. It's a continuation though, because I think it's still in the same universe of the 
was it 2013 when they did Evil Dead again? Mm-hmm. So it's Same. a continuation of the remake. Uh, it will. It it looks in the same theme, right? Like the same tone. The um the the gore of it all seems all there, right? Like it seems the same. So I, they're instead of going kind of like the campiness, like they're doing the the goriness, which that's what had in the 2013 Evil Dead. Um, it's a little campy still. Not gonna lie, there is a little bit, but dude. I was creeped out, man, when I saw the 2013 one, man. It was, there was some gnarly stuff. And this one looks just as gnarly. And it's, that's how cool it looks that I'm using the word gnarly. (laughs) Practical effects all over again, man. I mean, Mm -hmm. just like you see glass going through skin. You see, oh, oh, dude, you just see, no, that's the other trailer. We'll talk about that one. But, um, Oh, dude, the gore in these trailers. And I love that trailers are showing gore. That means everybody's up in ante. Yeah, I made sure to get the Red Band trailer. So, yeah, because why would you not? But here's the thing, though. Like, after even seeing all that, though, it still didn't make me think, like, oh, I didn't see it enough, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, they showed so much stuff, and I'm just super excited. And it looks fucking amazing. Like, this is why it's getting a theatrical release. So I can't wait for this one. April's going to be awesome. Um, so I just, I can't wait. I don't know what else to say. Like, I don't, would you see this in a movie theater? Oh, absolutely. I think you, you need to, I think okay. you need that experience because I think there's going to be some, it's going to creep you out just like the 2013 version did. And I think there's going to be some good jump scares and it like looks, you would see this over avatar. <laughs> Of course. Oh, I love you. I love you. You know what? You know what's great is like, you know how I know we have the best group of friends? Like, without conversation, individually, they're like, no, we're not going to go see Avatar. That looks stupid. I'm like, yeah, you guys are my best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know what's up. Uh, what's the, Oh, this one's just fun. And I don't think there's not. Speaking, <laughs> hey, this is kind of funny because Sam Raimi is involved with Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, I noticed that right away after watching him like back to back. Yeah. 65 which at first i thought it meant 65 bullets but it's really 65 million years ago which i mean ryan when you come up with like some of your your movie ideas right there had to be a time where like you know what i want to see a futuristic man fighting a dinosaur right oh yeah yeah matter of fact i played that on a uh console called uh, nintendo 64 and it was called turok oh shit this is turok <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and so now they made it into a movie but couldn't did not have the rights to turok so it's called 65 <laughs> i like your i like how that epiphany came. oh shit this is turok isn't it <laughs> yeah but uh, I, it, it looks good I, you know yeah. what yeah we get a dinosaur movie where I don't have to see Jurassic Park. Yes. And and that's and, not a bad thing. I like Jurassic Park. Well, and the I'm dinosaurs, thinking, I feel yeah. like the dinosaurs look just as good as Jurassic Park. Yet now you're going to have the fun of it. I mean, not to say Jurassic Park's not fun, but you got to see like his purpose is to shoot the dinosaurs, right? With like I feel like guns. Yes. 
Jurassic World, they were never trying to kill dinosaurs. They were basically just trying to run away from them all the time. This one, it is man versus beast. Like, this is what you want to see. I like it. So I'm stoked for that. It's Adrian Brody. Um, no, it's not. Adrian. Kylo Ren, dude. Kylo. What's, What's his, his name? name? It's Adrian. Adam Driver. Oh. <laughs> wow. It started with an A. Close enough. Yeah, I knew, I knew he was in Star Wars or something. Uh, <laughs> like Adrian Brody. Um, I was thinking Predators. I was like, dude, it's like the same. It's the skinny guy from Predators. You, uh, well, the way the trailer started, I thought this was Predators. And then I saw Dinosaurs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is Turok. Oh, yeah. cool. Dude, I, really, I really hope they give him some sort of like Indian background somehow in the movie. And then like later, his name is revealed to be Turok. That would, that would be awesome. I uh, think it's going to be really close to Turok. You know, I, how, how, like, what do you do? Ter, Terry. <laughs> Terry Rock. Yeah, Terry, Terry Rock. Rock. That's his name. <laughs> uh, I hope that's true. Um, this next trailer, I, I just, I, I put it on here because this looks just like so much fun. And it's so ridiculous. It's your favorite movies compiled into one. Dude, so okay, uh, Asylum, the production company. I love how they just—they think they're, you know, the top shit. dogs. Yeah, they're the shit. <laughs> and so they made a movie where basically, what like aliens come and they're recreating all the monsters from Asylum movies. Oh my god, which dude! I just love the idea that like. You know, aliens, they would only watch asylum films because they're just the best. Like, and then they recreate all those creatures from asylum films, which you got to admit, dude, like you had the best of the best, right? Like Sharknado's in there. Uh, uh, Sharktopus. The um, fucking piranha. The giant ass piranha. Yeah, the giant piranha. You had, there's giant robots that I, I've, I've seen a lot of these, by the way. And I know. That's why I was like, dude, this is meant for Peter. This is Peter's movie. Yeah. And so they're bringing them all together in one collective movie. I'm totally on board. And I had three headed shark attack. Oh, d- there was six headed one, which was hilarious <laughs> because in the trailer, you see him get chopped up in the helicopter blade. Oh. so oh man uh i i just can't wait i got nothing else to say i mean this is a movie that you gotta go see I, or just you probably don't have to go anywhere to see it. you just gotta wait for it to show up on sci-fi, sci-fi. yeah and that's awesome and you know i was starting to think of another theme of all these trailers and it was parents lying to their children did you get that one Oh, with uh, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, 65 too. I mean, he was a parental figure. Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um this uh this is one okay, this next one, the price we we play or pay, not play. Um I don't feel like you can say much about this because I think the trailer spoils it. Yeah, it kind of did. So yeah, but it looks awesome though, right? Is it a sequel? I don't think so. It's 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 similar to you know other movies, but I thought the the practical effects of gore. This is a horror movie, you know. 
twists and turns. People go to places where they think they're safe and they're not. And I feel like that's all you can say. Like, like the trailer, I felt like they should have stuck with the very opening part and just made you think it was a different type of movie. And then have you be surprised about what, you know, the turn of events, you know, that's what I wanted to see. And, and they, they just gave away everything. Like, nope, we don't want to, unless there's more twists and turns, I don't know, but I feel like they gave away the biggest twist to the movie in the trailer. I, the way that you presented this to me, I thought it was a sequel to a movie series, but, and they, but they also kind of played it off that way. Like by the creators of what is that movie? I'm trying to think of right now, Peter. That's similar. Yeah, it, they put it in the trailer. Oh, Midnight Meat Train. Yes, yes. I was trying to think who was like the per- producers or whoever worked on other films. Yeah. So does it's because you reviewed that, or did Evan review that? <clears throat> I've definitely seen it. Bradley Cooper, right? I think Clay Bowen. <laughs> Bradley Cooper, Parker. Ah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, too. okay. Was Midnight Meat Train very gory? Um, I didn't think it was like over the top, but it had its moments. This trailer is super gory. Yeah, like, and that's it beat out Evil Dead. Oh, you think so? I don't think so. Oh, it's a toss up. I got to watch them back to back again. Yeah, there you go. Because I was uh, kinda, I was gonna say like one of the the gore scenes I thought was in Evil Dead, but it's in this one, and it's with the scalpel. Oh, oh I mean, there was some good good stuff. That's why, like, again, like uh, it it makes me want to watch it, but at the same time, I was kind of you know, you're, I'm a little upset where they just showed too much. Like, I know the plot twist, so you shouldn't have done that. Take it back. You shouldn't have done it. It looks exactly. like the movie came out, Peter. Oh, no, it comes out next. Yeah, the 10th of January. So another movie, which I have no, I don't, this one does not always going to come to theaters, but I could be wrong. I don't know where this is going to go. I mean, the menu made it to theaters. That's true. But that was really, it was really good. But I think <laughs> this one looks, I mean, this guy's the Mill Hirsch. Come on. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the Dorf. What's his name? Dorf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blade bad guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That guy. Stephen Dorf. Yeah, Stephen. I just like Dorf. I'm going to call him Dorf from now on. He's got the Dorf. Hey, there's a movie called Candyland that opens on Friday. Now you got me looking at movies coming out this month. <laughs> see, see how many are actually good or not. Uh, this, is, this last one is kind of... Oh, House Party. Yeah, the remake, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got to be a remake. <laughs> Unless we're re-releasing it. <laughs> but uh what is um this this last one I just put on there cuz I I thought it actually looked you know, like actually nice effects and everything, but so out there called Knights of the Zodiac. Um which basically gods have returned and they're kind of like the superheroes that's what i got from it oh yes yeah i was you know it's funny i watched all these just now um 
half an hour ago because I was like, I got time to kill. And I was supposed to do my homework. And um, and I saw this. And I was like, why did Peter put this up here? It looks like it has subtitles. He's not going to watch this. No. No subtitles, but it has uh, Sean Bean and... Uh, oh. <laughs> well, now I feel racist. <laughs> I was going to say it has Jet Li, but it's not. It's Mark uh, DeCacus. Is that how you pronounce that? Who? Look at the cast. Mark DeCascus. Dude, he's like a Jackie, like a Jet Lee knockoff. Oh, Peter, this is a this is an anime live action remake. Oh, that makes sense. That oh. style made sense, but it also has uh fucking um the Phoenix. What's her name? Oh, see, Jackie Jansen. Yeah, I got a little bit of X Men uh, in the in this trailer. So, yeah, kudos to them, I guess. But what is this? Okay, it's called the Knights of the Zodiac, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this series is called Saint Seiya. Well, see you later because I'm not going to watch it. No, nah. If it's on Netflix or something, I'll watch it. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but uh, um, I don't. It's just it caught my eye enough that I I put it on there. But yes, you're right. It is a Japanese anime classic that they're remaking. So, um, hmm, interesting. Hmm. No like idea. Huh. Uh, I, any fans who watch anime want to fill us in on how important this is to anime? Evan and Sergio, chime in. We'd love to know why. I should watch this. That's got Sean Bean. Let's take a bet. Do you think he's going to make it? Nope. Okay. <laughs> hey, dude, actors just got to have a streak, you know? You can't break the streak. Like, Nick it's Cage, he's, yeah. he's, Sean Bean's streak is like he dies in all his movies. Yeah. Nick Cage's streak is he needs to make a movie for every day of the year. Mm. And Keanu Reeves' streak is he's just got to be the nicest guy possible in all, any movie that he's in. Yeah, it's true. I think that's uh, great. I think that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ryan, let's move on. Loaded. Well, you- news. News. Woo. By us. <laughs> By us. Uh, was that the button? Just well, to yell it. It was just well. The button was to so it doesn't repeat. Remember, this thing repeats. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's true. Uh, Ryan, you did all this uh, news here, so why don't you take it away? This one's a bonus because it's news, but it's first footage of Gran Turismo, the exclusive sneak peek. Um, did you know Orlando Bloom is in this? Nope, and I also didn't know they were making this movie. <laughs> So, um, this is all news to me. <laughs> they are making a Gran Turismo from the video game. Um, live action movie. My, my favorite tagline, open up the link, Peter. The tagline on of it is like, based off a true story that like totally happened or something. That totally happened? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you got you gotta read the oh man i i should have put it in the notes but i was like why'd you have to put like if it's based off a true story let it be based off a true story like you don't need to tell me again you know oh but, 
this is all oh yeah dave i think maybe i did know a little bit of this because david harbour is in it i knew i knew that okay based on the true story of an impossible dream what (laughs) so so it's based on a dream (laughs) what i mean Dude, like, and David Arbor is just like, yeah, we finally with Sony PlayStation, we're able to make like a live action uh, kick ass version of the video game. You should check it out. Let me just. <laughs> is Have you played Grand uh, Torino? Turismo? Turismo? Turismo, yes. <laughs> yes. It's very long and very boring, and it's a very long simulator, dude. But, like, is there an actual plot? I thought you were just racing. I last one I played was four and there was no plot. So maybe, maybe there's plots now. Yeah. It's a racing game, dude. It's, it's the weirdest thing. Like, I don't know if this guy, like the story is this kid is an amazing Gran Turismo racer and he has to like translate that to real cars. I don't know. But what I do gather from it, 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 it's Sony has enough money to put production into this thing because they have David Arbor and they have Orlando Bloom in it, and I, I mean, okay, are, are these big catches? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Yeah, dude, because they have the freaking scary spice or the um, the British spice in it. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> oh yeah, okay. they do have all the money. You're right, yeah, all the money. They, <laughs> they have Jerry Horner. Um, what spice is she? Well, and it's also the director, man. It's District 9, man. It's Neil uh, Blancamp. Ginger Spice. No way. Is he really the director of this? Oh, my yes. God. Dude, this I, I'm. This is so weird to me, especially with the director choice, because, I, I mean, why is he doing a racing movie? He was doing, you know, sci-fi stuff, always in uh, South, South Africa, which... Is this going to be in South Africa? We'll find out. No, it's in Japan, dude. So was it? I was I was totally joking about that plot, but if you read the IMDb, it says the ultimate the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver based on a true story. What? What true? What? <laughs> This doesn't make any sense. You gotta find out what it's based on. This has gotta be a lie. No way this is true. If you look at the first footage, it's like a bunch of people leaning on cars, and then it looks like they filmed in front of some GTRs, and it's just fancy camera work around these cars around the track. And it's again, why? I mean, if I wanted to have fancy cameras on my race car, I would just play Gran Turismo. Dude, if he doesn't have like. A alien or a robot or Matt Damon in exoskeleton, like I'm out. This and 65 need to switch directors because Neil Blomkamp would be perfect for Turok. I ag- agree. Like this just makes no sense, especially because he what he was attached to an aliens movie, which they I guess he, they would let him do what he wanted to do. Then he was attached to a Robocop movie, which they didn't let him do what he wanted to do. So he left again. Like, like this is just like, hey, hey, we got this racing movie. You want to do that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does it pay me money? 
Uh, yeah, we can pay you some money, and right. you get a free P- PS5 out of it. Ooh, okay, nice. cool. <laughs> I like PS5s, and you know, I haven't done much in a while. I, I keep on walking away. And probably the other thing was, can I do whatever I want with this movie? That was probably the other question. They're like, hey, we don't fucking care. It's a racing movie. Yeah, like, just get the logo on the side and make up a story. You got this, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Ginger oh, Spice. Fucking Ginger Spice is in this. This is, I don't know. I'm going to have to watch this footage later, but it, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's impressive footage or anything. Um, Prepare to be unimpressed, Peter. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, pretty much a lot of this news is not really that exciting nothing one, good is happening sad i know i told you i sent you i was like dude i did some trailers but that's it there's no news hey this is big apparently people like Stephen amell a lot dude like i never got it i never got the the whole Arrowverse and and whatnot but he's making a, a, a comeback appearance in the flash which cool because that might be the only flash i'd watch if i watch it and um i like Stephen amell for other reasons bef- behind the flash like or, casey jones i like him as casey jones and and uh the wrestler the duffy brothers oh yeah hill yeah right yeah yeah he's awesome in those two I, i've never seen an episode of arrow i mean you know i i it's just dude, this is just for the fans like you know he his show ended you know it ran its course uh this is just fun that he's making an appearance to be do the season the series is it yeah, it's the final season, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's going to come back and do some stuff on that. That's cool. Um, I thought he was good. I thought he was a great Arrow. Like, the first few seasons of Arrow I liked. And then, you know, it just, any superhero movie, it just starts, or show, it starts getting a little bit too much because it's just repetitive. <laughs> he's a, always- it's, it's a total CW show. Mm-hmm. Like, Wednesday. Did you watch Wednesday? No, I have not. I, it's on my list of things to watch. It's good, but it feels like you're watching CW. Okay. Yeah. So, um, speaking of uh, pissing off people, The Rock, uh, more stories are coming out that The Rock is pissing off people. Mm-hmm. So apparently the reason he was outed because he just like bypassed everybody in Warner Brothers and went straight to the CEO and was like, this is what I'm going to do. And he's like, oh, okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> The new CEO of Warner Brothers? No, nah, dude, I think the original one. Maybe that's why he was just... Uh, let's okay. look it up. Let's look it up. It has and, to be. the. I don't think the, the new one would do it. He'd be like, no, fuck off. We're cutting shit. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's decision to pitch CEO David Zaslav. Is, who's the current... Oh, maybe that is him. Wow. That is a current one, isn't it? I'm surprised he did that. Maybe he's just afraid of uh, <laughs> The Rock. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised that he let that go. I'm surprised David Zasloff did. Maybe he was, maybe he's a true villain, dude, because he's, uh, he's really just putting, well, dude, Warner Brothers lost what, like $5 billion? Some like ridiculous amount of money in the past like three years because of their. It, insane spending on movies. Well, yeah, they were just throwing everything, and hopefully they're you know making some dough, but it didn't work. I, you know, I'm also curious about you know when did this actually happen? You know, like is this before James and Peter came on board? You know, it, 
I don't know. But no matter what, though, it doesn't seem like The Rock is in their immediate plans for the new DCU. It seems like the executives had a plan with James Gunn. And by The Rock bypassing them, they went forward with their plans. And the executives are the ones that run everything. They tell the CEO what to do. You know, he's just, he's a face, dude. Everybody behind in these executive team and the board are the ones that really pay the bills. And they're like, all right, we're not doing that. Screw you, yeah. Rock. Well, you know, I'm reading through this article a little bit. It does, The Rock does say on social media that James Gunn and him connected and that Black Adam's not involved with the first chapter of storytelling. So it's going to be a bit, which makes sense because I don't, you know, I don't, no one really knows where this is going yet. You know, they're redoing this. And good thing that was just a little tease at the end of the movie because Henry Cavill's no longer Superman. So, oh, weird what? shit. My favorite thing about this is like they still want the flesh to go through. I, well, you know, before what? all this. Yeah. Before all this happened, Mary, there was actually getting good reviews of the Flash, right? It's testing good with the the screenings. Yeah, but Ezra Miller's a piece of shit. Yeah, I. Do you think that's enough that it's not going to do well? I don't want to see it. Oh, really? I'll go see it. <laughs> I don't want to. I've I've learned my lesson with DC movies. I'm done. I but dude, it has Batman, Michael Keaton. Does it? We don't know that. They Dude, might have cut his ass out. Oh, uh, no, I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm in on this Flash movie. I'm also in on pretty much the next three movies that are actually coming out. Blue Beetle, Shazam 2, and The Flash. I actually want to go see those. Really? Oh. But not Aquaman, though. I don't want to go see Aquaman. That's the fourth one, which I think all four of those movies are coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. I, I think I, I feel like maybe they should have, uh, you know, pushed those a little bit further away. You know, I just, I just think that's it's a little too much for one year. Well, the other thing is they uh, they maybe just want to get them out of the way so they can move on. That was my other thought too, but right. Isn't the flash movie, isn't that supposed to like come out like kind of like in blockbuster time, like, like June or something. They should release in January. Yeah, dude. Like they're planning on releasing in June. Like I, they're counting on this actually being good. Which, I mean, smart knowing they're going to implode this entire universe. All these movies should come out January 1st, 10th, 20th and 30th all this month give me a dc month that way it's a make or break like people would be like oh man that was awesome move or man that was really stupid now i don't have anything to watch for a while i don't dude i i think warner brothers because this is like their uh you know uh, spider-man no way home dude this is their spider-man no way no way from home they think they're gonna make bank on this Hopefully it pans out like across the universe where they can reboot the universe with it. Well, uh, dude, I'm looking at this cast, man, and I'm like, 
it's a little bit of spoilers, but I mean, they got Ezra Miller. We already knew that. This flash from the CWs there, Grant, uh, Gustin, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck. They got Supergirl in this. I mean, dude, they have so much. Michael Shannon's coming back as General Zod. Like, dude, this is going to be a bonkers movie, and I think it's actually going to be fun. Like, regardless of whatever Ezra Miller did. And this is, you know, this goes back. I think we had this conversation before is, like, just because an actor in a film, like, fucks up and does some bad shit, like, let's just use Kevin Spacey as example. I mean, I guess cool. we could use Ezra Miller. But, like, dude, Kevin Spacey has some amazing movies out there. Like, does that stop you from watching his movies? I haven't remember. No, I stopped watching his movies. Like, I never watched Superman Returns ever again. <laughs> That's not that's a bad example, but like, like baby driver, dude, that's like on my list of things I want to watch soon because that movie is so fantastic. And it's been a while since I've seen it. Wait, you have, a, you have a, hold up. You have a list of movies that you want to watch that you've already seen. You don't just randomly watch movies. Why? It's, I do all those, <laughs> but I still have my list. So that if I can't find something I want, I was like, all right, I'm going to go back to the movie that I, I haven't seen in a while, but how many drivers on that? I, that? That'd be funny. Cause I would go through that one list and I'd be like, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it. All right. Watching, uh, America's got talent, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, are you caught up on Yellowstone? Yes. Were you disappointed with the mid season finale? Absolutely. Okay, I'm just curious. I I saw that. I was like, oh, I wonder if Ryan's upset. I I mean, it was just I I was like, wait, what happened? We got most the episode of them herding cows, and then at the end, well, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this, and it's like, we'll do it. But I guess that's why it's a mid season, dude. That's where series start to lose me when they start doing mid season episodes, and I have to wait another X amount of months for that season to come out. Walking Dead did this. Walking Dead was the first culprit of this. And when they started doing that, I stopped watching. So hopefully that doesn't happen with Yellowstone, but I don't watch mid-season crap. Well, yeah, because it's a filler episode and it's just trying to give you a cliffhanger to come back, right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to forget, dude. I'm telling you. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just, I saw that and I saw people were pissed. So, Um, and do they do something like that where people get pissed? And I'm not the only one. Nobody's going to watch after that. I'm telling you. If they, yeah. If you don't make a good, like, mid-season finale, like, yeah, it's, it upsets people. You know what um, I'm upset about, though? Yeah. How come these celebrities have these crazy expensive toys and they don't know how to use them? And, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> because, dude, Jeremy Renner almost died. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like that um, thing ran him over. Yeah. His own snow cat thing. Like I, I read that he was helping his, um, uh, like a family member. I heard I, it was a neighbor. No. Well then I know there, I don't know. There's so many conflicting stories, but yeah, the gist though, is that his own snack snow cat somehow started rolling away or rolling towards him and he tries to stop it and gets ran over himself. Now, my first thought was like, well, how bad could these injuries be? And 
how big was the snowcat and the injuries were that bad and the snowcat is massive like dude it looks like a tank man like the t- the wheels of this is like a tank wheel you know, like the tread and everything where that's what got ran over which if that's how long dude that's a long time to get crushed by this thing that's all jagged to cut through snow like i'm shocked that he's still alive which maybe the snow is what you know somewhat saved him maybe he got pushed down like i i don't know but I hope he makes a full recovery. I mean, I know what they say, like he's stable, but critical, you know, so I guess they're just keeping a close eye on him. But dude, like, I don't know how mangled he is and I hope he, he can come out of this and, and, uh, you know, come back to doing some Hawkeye and some other fun shit. Yeah. uh, I mean, I've heard rumors that they might have to amputate his leg how bad he was bleeding out of there and how destroyed his leg is. Now he's a celebrity and he, you know, he has money so he can afford a cybernetic leg, which maybe Disney does bring out vibranium and make it true for him. Maybe, (laughs) maybe that would be fun. Tasteless (laughs) joke, but uh, don't get run over by a a giant zombie apocalypse snowcap. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Like, it, it, now I know if there's a zombie apocalypse, like you say, apocalypse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Add the eye. <laughs> I'm going to Jeremy Renner's house. And I'm going to get in his snowcat and I'm just going to start mowing him down. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's a good weapon. Yeah. A good vehicle. So, that sounds like a great vehicle. Yeah. But that just shows how much of a superhuman Jeremy Renner is. Is he was. Oh, do you think he got his bow out and kind of like propped it up a little bit? That's yeah. What I think like. he had an arrow and was like, "This one's the explosion." <laughs> it exploded off of him. <laughs> oh man! Oh. But I hope he's okay. Yeah, and and, oh, and last minute, but sadder news that Ken Block died in a snow snowmobile accident. Mm. Snow yeah. dangerous, guys. It is very dangerous. It's very dangerous. And snowmobiles, while they can be fun, they're also very dangerous. And they can roll on top of you and crush you. And then that's one giant blade that will just spin at thousands of RPMs that will rip you apart. Scary stuff. But yes. Sad, 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 sad. And be safe. And, you know, I think you, I think you just personified 2023. Uh, what was it? In uh, you were uh, it's after a rough start, man. <laughs> you said it. You said it best, um, just by a hospital term. Stable, but in oh, but critical. It's he's stable, but critical. That's 2020, 2020 it's stable, but critical. <laughs> stable and critical. <laughs> yes, I mean, so far it seems like. I mean, you know, we got to keep on going through, which I guess will be stable, but like we went from be critical pandemic to like. Uh, still pandemic, and then like 2022 was like, all right, I think we're out of this, but we're in critical, and now we're like stable but critical. Yeah, <laughs> 2024, we're gonna be in like, all right, I think he can be in a patient release. Okay, we're good. Yeah, I'm gonna nice. open this beer. All right, okay, Let's, that's it for news. Do 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 do. We did it. Let's jump the reviews, huh? Hell yeah.
hear the feedback now. You can hear yourself talking? Yeah, I hear Reviews. Myself. Reviews by us. You got a hot mic, man. I know. I got to You get new toys, you got to play with them. Oh, I hear you. I turned myself off again. <laughs> I don't even know what these buttons do over here. They're yellow now, and now they turn like... Now they're green. Oh, that's fancy. Fuck uh, <laughs> Do you... Uh... Um, aren't we? Let's do the um the co one. Okay, let's do that first. We we got a few movies, guys. Uh, actually, you know, I think let's talk. We got. I'm gonna tell you. We're gonna talk about the menu. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about fresh, and Ryan's gonna talk to you about knives uh, or glass. Oh, you got two movies: <laughs> knives out and glass glass onion. A uh, knives out mystery. So four movies for the new year. Episode it's like one. we have a third host. <laughs> it is. Even a fourth. <laughs> Even a fourth host. Yeah. All right, so, Peter. Yeah. You just saw the menu, right? I, I did. I actually, I watched this last night in segments as I uh, uh, would wake up with the baby throughout the night. And it was a fun, like, even with that, I mean, that sounds pretty bad, right? This movie made it so much better. And every single time I questioned, like, should I turn this off and go to bed or, or should I just continue watching? Like it was that good, but I was like, I know I'm going to be really cranky if I don't go to bed. But then since my baby kept on waking up, I was like, well, I'm going to finish this. And, and I'm glad I did. Um, this is, um, just came out like what, December, November. Yeah. I saw this in the theater and, who did I see this with? I saw this with uh, Jeremy and Kira. Yeah. And Which, did you like, I mean, I didn't know anything about this. I remember watching the trailer. I was like, I'm still confused by this trailer. And then until I actually watched it, I was like, wow, this is really good. Uh, like, what did you know going into this movie? I knew the trailer set up everything perfect. It didn't tell me what this movie was about. Mm-hmm. It It brought me enough where... Uh, like you, I think you and I talked about this about the trailer. We were like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm going to see it, whatever. And um, ended up going to see it based off a recommendation. I'm going to give Kira a shout out on that one. She made us go. And uh, dude, I sat there and I was like, this movie is fantastic. Like just the way that Nicholas Holt and uh, is it Anna or Anna? Uh, Anya. Anya. Taylor Joy you could tell that there's just a little bit of like, they're not really connected. And like, just the way that plays out throughout the movie Mm -hmm. and how obsessed Nicholas Holt is, his character is with the, the chef. And then dude, this movie has just that, like it hits you like a car accident. It's like, Whoa, I did not expect that. I expected just like this, like this boring, like film um, food critic, like you're going to, pick apart each one of the patrons in there kind of thing. And then that's it. But do the movie hits you yeah, and in, it, a, in a good way, like in a, in a very suspenseful kind of like, Oh shit. Yeah. So the whole premise is that, you know, this young couple, they travel to this remote Island to eat this ex- at this exclusive restaurant ran by uh, Ray uh, or no Ralph finds, which he's kind of like, kind of like a Gordon Ramsay type chef. Right. And he's just kind of, kind of weird and in uh you know demands like respect and he'll he's not afraid to like kind of yell um and so and it's all about like 
just this menu and making like there's a theme to the menu. Like that's kind of the whole thing. And what sets this off, man, is it's the characters, right? It's all these these actors like did an amazing job. I mean, it's a really nice cast, like from uh Anya Taylor Joy, Nicholas Holt, John Legmazamo's in it, um Ralph Fiennes already mentioned, Janet McTeer, like like everyone did a amazing job and like and that's what i think and everyone has a a different you know why they're there and how they behave which i thought was just uh it it made it so entertaining right like what is going on and it turns into this mystery with this uh horror elements they were going there for status reasons and you notice this with people who go to restaurants they go there for the status of like i've been to this restaurant it's not about actually going to the restaurant it's about saying you've been to that restaurant yeah it's not about the food and actually enjoying it which that was all about ralph ralph fines is like you're ruining my art uh and and yeah and then this movie just keeps on escalating it to some uh very comedic slash also disturbing thriller moments uh like unbelievable stuff yeah which and you're also kind of like as the audience you're with the the people attending the restaurant like did that just happen is that real or is this part of the experience like you don't know what really to believe like like i think as the audience you kind of know a little bit more because you know like all right this is I know the theme, so I guess this is probably real, but is it? Like, there could have been a, a you know, there could be twists. There, and there is twists in this film. Um, the other thing I really liked, I thought the the writing was just really sharp. And how it ends, it's not a typical ending. I love the ending. Like, he has his message, and and it stays true to that. And there's also, like, this this other part where... Well, like I said, he stays true to his message. I love and how throughout the movie, like they ask him multiple times and he's like, yeah, that's, that's what, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to end. Yeah. There's no joking. As, and you're like, as the audience, you're like, nah, there's a way that it's not going to be like that. Right. Yeah. And then you watch the ending, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And it, but it was, it was satisfying, right? It was, a, dude, every, Every character arc every, from beginning to end of this movie was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. I felt for the chef. I felt for the sous chef, you know, um, uh, the two main characters Anna Taylor joy. Like you got a little bit, you got a backstory from her multiple times yeah. and you had to decipher like, Hey, which one is really, why is she there for some reason? And, and Nicholas, how like, for a while he felt like a shell that was just like there for the food. But when you watch more and when you progress throughout the movie, you realize he's there for another reason. And the chef does pick those those people to be there for that night for the presentation more so than the food. And, and like you felt for each one of those characters, the only ones I didn't like were the, uh, the, uh, the hedge fund kids. <laughs> well, who have all the money, you know? I, I like them, you know, because 
they're important because they showed like, cause they thought they could get away with anything. And, right. And that would, they quickly got shut down, which that's the part that I, I love that. Right. You love that aspect. I love that. Um, you, you guys told him it was my birthday. And they're like, yeah, it was funny. Like three hours ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so great. Well, th- again, that's the other thing with this sharp writing is that, you know, like being scared and, and laughing, like I think are two emotions very much connected uh and i think it just it fits in so well where it's a little bit unsettling but at the same time like you can't help but kind of like kind of crack these jokes and they're not like they're not meant to be like soup like slapstick you know it's just like they're subtle jokes that are actually like oh that kind of hit you know tortillas Uh, yeah yeah exactly uh Oh, and every time they presented the food, like each course, mm-hmm. and they had the description of them, they just got better and better throughout. Yeah, the that was that was fantastic. Um, but this is a tough one, man. You can't you can't really talk about this one too much without ruining it, you know. So I, I think we've done a pretty good job at uh, uh, keeping it under wraps, and hopefully, it's enough that makes you want to go see it. Which it's a hundred percent like you you need to put this on your list you know what's crazy is before we were talking in the uh, episode i mentioned to you that i I, i'm enjoying murder mystery movies a lot more after werewolf werewolves within and murder mysteries are difficult movies to watch a second time and i feel like this this kind of plays in that same realm as a murder mystery, because once you fi- like, once it plays out and you figure it out, it, it takes away f- from the surprise. But with this one, I saw, I saw it twice. I saw it last night as well. I watched Isn't it last it? night and um, I watched it with my mom and I, I wanted her to experience this. And my mom's the type of person who will, who will um, ask me everything going on with the movie. And this time I just said, I'm not telling you anything. You got to watch. Did she like it? And she liked it, yeah. And really? it was that one scene, dude, the one unbelievable scene where like it just turns that movie and you're oh, like, yeah. wait a minute. Did that really happen? No way, no way. And then I just watched my mom and my dad just uh just completely vested in the movie. So it, that's for what it's it worth, it did a really good job. Yeah. I I loved it. It's uh, it's up there. Um which I think, you know, that's kind of our our theme is do we have a theme of our movies it's a little bit of murder mystery here uh somewhat mine isn't quite that but in line with the menu i watch fresh uh which is another one where the less you know the better off you are ah okay and so this is gonna be pretty quick i for this um you know, both these movies, though, I think, you know, we were talking about last episode how, uh, you know, favorite horror performances throughout the year. And there's one, I think, was Ralph Fiennes for the menu on there? Mm-hmm. But Sebastian Stan was on that list for Fresh, which now I know why. <laughs> really? Dude, he did such a good job. And I will admit, it was kind of weird. I was like, oh, man, there's the Winter Soldier there. And and uh look what he's doing like this is kind of nuts but you know like dude he went full into this character and it's and i'll go with what it's called dude it's fresh it's it's something similar to the menu it's a different type of film um 
you know, different vibe. And, and again, this is one I can't say too much because I think it will give it away. Um, and, and you don't want that. You like the less, you know, the better off you are. Um, let me just, this is on a Hulu, by the way, uh, starring Daisy, I mean, uh, Daisy, uh, Eggard Jones, who does also an amazing job and she plays Noah and, uh, Sebastian, Sebastian Stan is Steve. And it kind of, how this starts off is about kind of like finding love, right? Uh, Noah, you know, down our luck, can't find anyone. And then she runs into Sebastian Stan and they kind of hit it off and they take on a a chance with him and, and they go out for a nice weekend and things start happening. And that is all I'm going to say because on IMDb, there's nothing else on this. (laughs) So, uh, it turns into quite the mystery. Um, uh, maybe mystery is not quite, it starts off with a mystery and then it turns into some, some horror. Um, and also again, keeping with that thing, it has some of that comedic moments in it, even though of the situation that's going on, which I think helps. Uh, and, uh, and the whole time you're probably wondering why is this called fresh? And you don't get that until maybe midway through the film. Um, but, very very good is a hulu exclusive um and i highly recommend it uh solid performances all around and and quite a few twists and turns that are uh well worth your time so i think i might put a piece to what fresh is but i'm not gonna say it yeah hopefully i didn't give away anything like dude you just gotta go I knew hardly, I didn't knew nothing. I remember watching the trailer and I, I think even the trailer didn't really show me much. I just knew it had some horror tones to it and it definitely has that. And uh, um, it, it, it's a good watch. It's fun. Perfect. If it's in line with the menu and Barbarian and and th- these other movies coming out, like Evil Dead Rises and geez, what was that other one? Fucking fucking The Price We Pay. Oh yeah. I mean Yeah. Dude, my dad was watching this movie the other day, like Hunter and Hunted or Hunter X Hunter. My dad likes hunting TVs. Okay. Uh, hunting TV shows. Yeah. Um and he was like, ah, I need to find a Hunter movie. And he found, I think it's called No, it's not Hunter X Hunter. Um that's an anime. Why are the, all these animes popping up? There's a lot. Anyway, um, maybe that might be my recommendation because that's what I'm going to be watching. But I want so Peter, I've been watching murder mysteries and wait. So you're done with? <laughs> you just kind of left me on a hook. I'm like, what is this hunting movie? Dude, it's crazy because um, uh, who's in, okay? Let me go back to it real quick. Hunter movie i just gotta find hunter hunter that's all it is hunter and it came out in 2020 and it has devin sawa and nick stall in it now i i encourage you to look up the uh the the description of this and then watch this movie because i walked in when he was watching it and i was like whoa dude this is not a movie that you watch (laughs) and he was like i just said there were hunters i was like what kind of hunters so Okay. Spoiler alert. I think that's my recommendation. 
Hunter Hunter. I'm gonna sounds cool. Don't watch it with your your kids though. Okay. Um but you know, okay, murder mysteries. Uh Evan tried to get me to watch Clue all that time. Bad move. Don't <laughs> don't get me to watch Clue. Like you did it best. You had me watch Werewolf Within. Or that, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. And then I was I was intrigued by that because it was funny. Um, and I guess Clue is too. I just I have a hard time with mo- older movies. So I need something recent to get me into the older stuff. Um, but I did review um, Werewolf Within. Yeah. Here's the thing. With Werewolves Within, uh, uh, The Menu, and um, uh, Fresh, they're all kind of the same genres where it, it's it's comedy Mm-hmm. horror thriller it has all three of those aspects which makes for a great movie <laughs> they have like what's my ideal movie it's a romantic comedy with a sci-fi horror twist yes <laughs> they have like three out of the five characteristics of that mm-hmm. so you know three out of the five is pretty damn good to me yeah, I guess they don't say it's a thriller for werewolves with within, but I disagree. I think it's somewhat of a thriller. So I was thrilled watching the movie. <laughs> That's right. Um, I was also thrilled watching uh, Glass Onion, but before Glass Onion, I I thought I had to watch Knives Out. Turns out you don't have to watch Knives Out to watch Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I did because both of them had awesome stories. And when I was watching Knives Out, I just remember your review and I was kind of, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of tuned out. But when I was like, Peter, who is the killer? And he's like, you're like, yeah, I don't want to tell you. And I was like, is it Chris Evans? And you're like, I don't want to tell you. And I was like, why? Because he's your doppelganger. And I was totally joking. But when I was watching the movie, I was I was thinking of your review the entire time. And I was like, I'm a dick, man. Like that, that movie was so good at, playing everybody else around and then you just look at chris evans and you're like you're a cock (laughs) (laughs) you're such a cock dude (laughs) and he's so good at it dude like the way he plays his character i've i haven't seen chris chris evans act like that like he was in um the last time he was not uh not another teen movie and um scott pilgrim he just had that arrogance to him dude and i love when chris evans has and he's he's starting to take more of that role you know like um, what was that movie he did recently with the Russo brothers? Oh, the gray man, the gray man. Yeah. He's got a little bit of that cockiness to him, you know, mm-hmm. and fantastic Four, he was cocky. So I miss that, that Chris Evans. I don't need that. I don't need the captain America, like uh romanticizer, Chris Evans. Give me the cocky one. Yeah. Um, he was perfect in this, which is and, kind of funny. Cause I think most of his characters, he's, he's mostly like that. I think captain America is like the one that he's not. I know. And, Maybe, yeah, you're right. You're right. And it was refreshing to see him like that because, dude, he just played this preppy dude who just like thought he had everything, you know, he had mm-hmm. everything under control. And, and the way Knives Out plays out is, is nobody knows what the hell's going on. And it's just, and they think that it's all one character and they just like go after that one character the whole time. But their little nuances are the funniest. Like um, on a DMRS where she couldn't lie, so she would throw up. Yeah. <laughs> like little things like that. So yeah. uh, Knives Out, what, two years ago? You can I could technically spoil that one if I wanted to. But Glass Onion, 
Again, dude. Do not okay. spoil. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I won't do this one. Um, but a glass onion, dude. It, I mean, same, same, but different. Like it's the same premise, totally different characters, and it just why you watch these. And I think it finally clicked with me. Is you, you get vested with these characters like you really start feeling for them and their backstory and mm-hmm. then they throw a little twist at you where you're like hey that person's actually an asshole and they they're probably the killer and then it steers off to another direction you're like wait a minute that person's actually a good person um i think where ryan johnson does really well with these is he is able to get some of the best cast to do these movies have you seen the cast for glass onion yeah, dude, it's it's amazing. I mean, Dave Batista, Edward Norton. I'm glad um, you said Dave Batista Hudson. first because have you and I been talking about this? Where I think Dave Batista is probably one of the best wrestlers turned to actors. Everybody thinks like The Rock is the a better choice, or maybe even John Cena. But dude, I think ba- Dave Batista has so, so much more of a range. Yeah, in in everything versus the other two like the other two are meatheads and one is the rock and one is john cena is funny and he's kind of a dumb meathead but i've seen batista be the dumb meathead i've seen him become uh the action star i've seen him in the thriller i've seen him in the comedy murder mystery like he has really good range and, and then he's coming up with that the horror one with, with uh, uh m night so, yeah, yeah exactly so dude he's he's a standout character in this one in my opinion um edward norton dude he's just he's just good he's good he's good at uh, have do you know what his character is no dude i this is another one where i think the less i knew like uh, the better for me which uh, tomorrow night we're i'm having a little movie date night with the wife and i'm like we need to watch this movie even though she doesn't really want to watch it but i'm gonna force her so <laughs> This is how I'll wrap this one up because I don't want to tell you too much. Um, You're going to like Dave Bautista's character. You're going to love Edward Norton. And the story is not Knives Out. And don't go into this expecting it to be like Knives Out. It's its own thing. And enjoy it and make her watch it and and ask her questions throughout the movie. Like ask her those questions like, who do you like here? Why do you like this one? You know, stuff like that. Just because it, it... that's how I stay vested in these movies and yeah. watch them. We we did that with Knives Out too. I think we went through and kind of like, oh man, who do you think it is? And we like kind of like weighs the options and like everything that's going on. And it, here's the thing: is like Ryan Johnson. I think he's just such a good writer, and and how he can uh, put every like develop those characters and put these mysteries and clues together is just so great because he's if you go back, like there's a, one of his early films is called brick with Jordan Gordon uh, Lovitz. And Did you know, uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett is in all his movies as a, as a, uh, cameo, um, Easter egg. Are you say, wait, what? Are you even in star Wars? The last Jedi? Yeah. Whoa. Do you actually, like you can pick him out? He well, they're Easter eggs, dude. All right. Well, I'm gonna have. I did not know that, and that's really cool because, yeah, it, like it might even be his very first film. But Brick is is really good. It's a it's a mystery set in like high school with with 
Jordan as the as the detective, kind of the boy detective. And it's dude, like I said, man, he's so good at writing these characters and coming up with these these mysteries and how it unfolds. Uh it's just amazing, which and you see it, dude. He's such a character-driven writer, and that's what happened in Last Jedi, which I know a lot of people hate that, but that was one of the things, dude. Like he got like he moved those characters forward in such a a great way, even though maybe the plot kind of just went in a circle and didn't really go anywhere. But where those characters actually ended was light years away from what fucking J.J. Abrams did. <laughs> maybe that's what maybe that's what Disney needs to bring him back in a Star Wars realm. They need a murder mystery Star Wars edition. <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah, I would watch. Well, there was a rumor that he's going to do it with the Muppets. Oh wow, that'd be fun. Yeah, but I would watch Star Wars over that. To Me honest. too. And I, you know, I still hope he gets his own Star Wars thing. I, I think if he had you know, full control and got to write his story. I think it would be fantastic. I think if you didn't have to like abide by like certain things, I think it'd be awesome. And I, and I think there's still some hope for that to happen, but uh, I don't know. Like so many people are upset with last Jedi, but I, I hope people can look past that and see what he actually did with those characters. Um, so I, I'm super stoked to, uh, watch glass onion and, and, uh, it's nice that it's going to be just on Netflix where I can just watch it from the comfort of my home. And they, and, but you know, it's got, it's good enough that Netflix actually released it in the theaters for at least one week because that's how much they, they like this film. So. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is a, this is one you got to watch. I mean, I don't, I won't spoil anything. I won't tell you anything more. It's really fun to see, um, see that this is com- the characters are completely different than knives out. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it's not just a rinse and repeat of knives out. And, and the way they introduced, um, Daniel Craig's character is pretty, pretty funny. So nice. this is, this is a definite watch. And I hope this, I hope this continues more of a trend of murder mysteries, you know? I, th- dude, there's been uh, a few. I mean, we already named off a few of them. So, um, you know, I just think it's this type of writing, I, I guess, you know, keeping things interesting is it's, I, I feel like we're seeing more and more of it. And I like it. it's, it's having that indie vibe, right? Yes. With, with a nice giant cast. Uh, and, and they're, they're crushing it right now. So I, I can't wait to watch uh, glass onion. So, um, let's go to our last segment, Ryan. Let's finish this up. Let's find it real quick. It's not the more, you know, Oh my gosh, Peter, I lost it. What are we doing on this last one? <laughs> you know, the moaning. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's what I was actually looking for. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, I'll have what she's having. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta, I gotta send you a photo of Churro, but his ears are just like, he's Yoda right now, dude. Yeah. It's hilarious. He's like, what are you doing, dude? Anyway, um, 
My, mine's already out, dude. I'm going to watch Hunter x Hunter. And after this episode, I want you to uh, just read the description because I, it, I think it falls in line of like the type of horror movie that you like. Nice. I, I got to say. Well, I already read the description. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it. So, okay. Um, yeah. I, my recommendation. Oh, man. I, I don't. Um, I don't have anything new, but I, I've watched Violent Night mm-hmm. based off of your review, and I mean, and from the trailer, and I, uh, it was, it was fantastic, and so that's my uh, recommendation. I think even I enjoyed it even more than how you described it, which I was like, oh man, you described it pretty well, and then I watched it, like, oh, this is way better. Okay, since so, since it's out, I mean. The Home Alone aspect of it, the uh, hilarious, uh, right, dude? Home Alone, and and the like the the backstory of of Santa, and dude, I like Jim, John Leguizamo in it too. I thought he was a really good villain, dude. Yeah, now again, I thought everyone did a great job. It's it's some good character developments, and, and I liked. What was that? The twist. Yeah, the the twist and, and and just and everyone kind of got their own little screen time and and got their triumph triumphant moments, you know, like it wasn't just centered on Santa Claus, right? I think that's the part I liked. I liked it is it's this radar violent action flick <laughs> that's a Christmas movie where they took all those themes and put it into this violent movie, which oh, is yeah. there's what's not to like it's awesome so that's my recommendation i think it's still dude we just got in january you still got a little bit of that holiday cheer watch violent night yeah it just came out on st- streaming services it's like halloween movies you can watch them in november mm-hmm. absolutely all the way till february <laughs> yeah so uh thanks everyone for listening it is uh we're we're looking forward to t- 2023 it's going to be fantastic uh you know we're going to hit that 365 mark and who knows where we'll go from there (laughs) we are going to be streaming from there perfectly fine peter's like no we're not (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're gonna Uh, have our own network maybe everything's just gonna blow up for us at at episode 365 uh check out our website bmoviesbeyond.com you can get to all our social media youtube twitter instagram facebook and subscribe to all of them so you don't miss a thing i'm not gonna miss nothing that's right I don't want to miss a thing. Uh, we should recreate that song. You For people to be on. Give me out! Give you out! Be sure to visit me with